Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with comic Mike Kelcagno. Kel Cagno, how the hell are you? I'm good, man. Thanks oh, for good. having me. Uh, thanks it. so yeah, much yeah. for coming on. And uh, where can people find you? Do stand up comedy on stage in New York City, and where can they find you online? Just follow me on Twitter. I post everything on there. Oh, uh, good. At Mike underscore Cags on Instagram also, and uh, YouTube Mike Cal Cagno Comedy. Oh, good. Yeah, you have a Jim Brewer thing that you directed on your YouTube channel. Yeah, that was fun. We have we did a two. Uh, I don't know if he's a hardcore Mets fan. Uh, oh he's yeah, a, he's like he's like the face of the Mets, and we did like two uh, uh, Mets sketches where uh, you know he's just an angry Mets fan. If you know Jim Brewer, that's like his whole wheelhouse. It was it was awesome. He was sick, dude. He and then really he cool. went to therapy in one of them. Yeah, that is yeah, Mets fun. therapy. That's yeah. a funny premise. And who yeah. kind of did you write that or did you just direct it? My but I directed it. Uh-huh. Uh, I we I co-wrote it. My buddy opens for him. Oh cool. Uh, who was in? Who was he was the therapist in it? Oh and, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, he opened. So they, he's like, let's just you know shoot this sketch, and we shot it in Long Island, and uh, it was fun, man. He's cool. It's really funny, dude. Just all improv, just beast. Uh, just be- no, just beasting. Just- and is that how you are in comedy? Oh no, I'm I'm pen and paper, dude. Really? Yeah. So I'm, even on stage, I mean, yeah. is your energy beast mode, or you're just saying as a writer, you're not really beast mode? No, I mean. I'm high energy on stage, but okay. it's all. I, I don't really. I, if I do improv, it's maybe for like a tag okay. to try to tag something. So it's all. You're very uh, conscientious about planning your material, but then when you get on stage, it looks as if it just erupted from your soul. Yeah, I'll spend okay. five hours in front of my laptop <laughs> just writing, <laughs> just writing. Good. You know? yeah. And, and yeah. Jim Brewer might have done that at some point, but it's just he's so far along that he probably can call call on it, all of that preparation. Yeah, and what's interesting, like, I'll say something, and he'll say the same line. But his facial expression is Adam. Like I, he just I can't. That's he's just that's a gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't do that. Yeah. Is there? I mean, is there any way that you could do that by just finding the right? Uh, maybe it's a voice or maybe it's a character that will get you in a certain facial expression. I just I make an, I'll, I'll, I make eyebrow jokes. That's all I do. That's it. I just make. If you look, his gorgeous, yeah, luxurious eyebrows, and all the girls are jealous. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's my that's my that's as far as I go with my face. I just, make, I just do eyebrow stuff. That's oh, it. okay. You're raising your eyebrows. Yeah. And then where can people find you? Do that on stage in New York City? Uh, at the Lantern. I'm at the Lantern pretty uh, regularly. Okay. Um, and that's Greenwich Village. Yeah, Greenwich, I mean, yeah. Greenwich Village. Yeah, Greenwich okay. Village, West Village, whatever. Uh, and then I, you know, I bounce around to the bar shows and stuff like that. But okay. um, you know, you're a comedy club every now and then. But they can find that via your social. The yeah, yeah, days. Twitter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Mike Cags, I post everything. And I think I saw via your Twitter that you had a cool bit. Um, well, you had some funny. You had. I don't want to ruin it, but torpedo tits was hilarious. Oh, that's just—I won't yeah, say the context, right. but I love it. There and was then, none. Yeah, and that's yeah. So I just revealed the yeah. joke, and that's how funny it was. Like yeah. torpedo tits is that—that that was it, and that was fucking hilarious. And yeah. then you also did, I guess, in the same vein, you had two second videos. Yeah, what I'm was start, that? I'm yeah, starting, well, yeah, what's kind of okay. the premise of that, and Dude, how is it working? What can you get done in two two seconds or two right. minutes? So, <sighs> I, I'm just I'm just so goddamn tired. Like right, even right now I'm hungover. Like yeah. I'm, just, I'm just always tired, and it's like, all right, so how can I accomplish something <laughs> with as little effort as possible? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me come up with this idea where uh, it's two second films, two and the, the intro is quadruple the length of the actual <laughs> film that's funny so it's like this is these are easy to do i can make i can do this on a half an hour on a, on a song because i work a lot i do okay. every night i'm on stage it's like you, yeah. know, the, you know you know the deal there's no time so how, no time. so what can you get done in two seconds nothing just like a couple no, words yes a nothing. word there's no okay. 
There's no beginning. There's no middle. This, this, this is what it is. But then it forces you to think of things like setting and whatever, because I would think if you say one word, it could be funny in certain situations, but That's not it. others. Okay. I'm, I'm going for mediocre. This is what <laughs> this is. Uh, this is my target audience. Mediocre people. I, 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 if I had more time, I would make a four-second film, but I've. <laughs> But they're two seconds right now. Dude, that's a great joke. And then yeah. where um, – let, let's talk a little bit about booze because I have um, – you know, food is actually my thing. And then in trying to get off of food, like it's a food addiction, it's raving, it's awful. But trying to get off it, I started drinking instead. And some, you know, You're I actually trying have, to get off food. So you drink instead. So it's like it's, some people do that. It's called drunkorexia. So they don't eat during the day and it allows them to consume calories in alcoholic form. And that's the only fun you have. Like, I get my fun yeah. through food, and if I can't get it through food, I'm going to get it through alcohol. Yeah, but if you're not eating, yeah. you're, you're getting bombed oh, sure. off, or, off, off a, a drink or two. Well, that's good because that's less, ca- that's less calories, too, you know. So it's more of a food thing. Uh, but in doing so, like, I actually had the opposite. Like, my friend is, you know, I have an alcohol, a recovering alcoholic buddy who, when he got off alcohol, you start craving carbs because you miss it via the beer. Right. And so he'd start eating just Enemans cakes and shit, and that right. kind of helped him get through. And so... Alcohol's not really my thing, so I'm not going to really develop an addiction. So I've been drinking like every night, but then it fucks with the quality of your sleep. Like, do you think, I mean, you said you're tired, you know, is, it, you, cause of, is it cause of booze? Do you, okay. If I go to bed drunk, yeah. my next day, I'm, I'm ruined. If I go to bed drunk, but that's why, like, I have to stay away. And last night I went to bed drunk. That's why I feel like shit today. If I stay, if I get drunk, look, at last, last night I got drunk. And uh, if I were to stay awake and sobered up and then went to bed, I'd be fine now. And, yeah, I think it's the length of time because they say that, you know, the, the, body's re- the body's restorative processes to your brain don't work because they're busy processing the alcohol. So I would think, yeah, not only amount of alcohol, but time from the alcohol to the sleep might matter. So you, you having some right. recovery time before you lay down is probably a good idea. But are you tired? Like right now, do you feel, I mean, is it nausea because you're going to puke or are you, are you also kind of tired and not as sharp? I also think I have the coronavirus. That's a side <laughs> note. Like, I, I just think that I have that. Dude, he's coming in the tiniest studio. Now I have the coronavirus. Yeah, no, this you is, heard it here first. I, I I have it. I'm convinced. I'm a, I'm a hypochondriac. What are the symptoms? Uh, what, this. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, Carhartt jacket, uh, Skechers shoes. Um, <laughs> the eyebrows. The eyebrows. I don't sleep. I don't sleep a lot to begin with. Oh, okay. So it's like now I'm, I'm involved. And I don't really drink that much. But last night it was the big boxing match. I wanted to, you know, yeah. have fun. Um, which was a sick fight. Okay, kind of. I don't know why I said sick. It was all right. Yeah, some, um, at some point it almost seemed like he was pushing him down. Oh, you watch rather than punching him down. I only watch highlights afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it was very one-sided. <laughs> yeah, well, he just like push. He's just so big and strong that some yeah. of those punches seemed like he was pushing him down. But it, it looks like the other guy didn't have it in him anyway. Yeah, he had like spaghetti legs, right? Like, well, yeah, like, he looked like, just weak and yeah. But anyway, that people say he won the first fight. Whatever, it doesn't yeah, matter. Okay. They, they split. But that's what caused you to drink, and now you feel like ass. I got yeah, I got drunk, and uh, I feel like ass. And I used to be able to like bounce back and recover. Like <laughs> once I'm hungover, they it gets worse as the day progresses. Yeah, how is that possible? What is, what is, like, <laughs> what is that about? When I was in my early twenties, dude, I'd be I'd get hungover, have a bacon egg and cheese, and I'd be good. I'm fine. Yeah. That's it. That's like that's is like it that's age? why I'd be. I don't know. Uh, is it a certain yeah. chemical in your body that no longer is produced enough no, I, to help you recover? I guess it's age, man. Okay, but you're not that old. Um, yeah, well, 29. But I mean, oh, okay. when I when I was from 21 to 23, I drank every single weekend, just going out and being, you know, stupid and spending money and just giving girls my money. That was <laughs> one time I, I was at a bar and I was so drunk at a bar, a girl, I I tried to say, "Can I buy you a drink?" and she just took the money. From my hand. And I was so, I couldn't even, I was like, 
And then like that, I was like, holy shit, that was fucking good on her part. <laughs> like that, what am I, that was brilliant. Just if take, you are so drunk, just take the fucking money. Yeah, just money, take yeah. the guy's money. He's going to fucking piss himself later. And then yeah. that's, that guy, he's not going to, wait. that's. Wow, yeah. what, a, what a fucking wolf, man. She just yeah, saw was, that in yeah. it. Like I, I thought you were going to say that because you couldn't get the words out, she said for you, no. yes, you can buy me a drink. But even, even more vicious and savage than that is the fact she just took your dough. And is that ending up on stage? Like, are you oh, telling that joke on stage? That's fucking hilarious. Every now and then, I get... I'm married now, but every oh. now and then, I said that with so much enthusiasm, I'm, I'm fucking married now. Uh, yeah, you're, you, you told the old story with such gusto. Like, yeah. those were your glory years, and then the married thing. And oh, I I'm not peaked. so excited. I, dude, I peaked. <laughs> well, did you peak at 21, 23? Yeah, 22. That was like, you Okay. Know, did, yeah. you meet, did you meet your wife at 22? I met my wife... At peak? At... Was she peak Mike Calcagno? Yeah, dude, I had... I had a flat stomach, um... <laughs> I met my wife when I was 23. Okay. That's that's peak Mike Calcagno. Yeah, that's she, how it should yeah, work. She yeah, should be I, at your peak. I right? bait and switched her. <laughs> um, and she stayed just like she looked when she was 23. Here's a nice softball Yeah, she's for you. fun. And yeah, she's, she's perfect. She looks a, like she's 23. Good right? job. Yeah. All that stuff. Actually, she looks way younger. It's kind of creepy. Oh, um, that's people creepy. Are like, is this guy, what's going on here? Because yeah, yeah, I look older than, I'm yeah. like, what is this? Is <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You're robbing the cradle even though it's not, yeah. Why is this guy dating a teenager? Um. I don't know. I just, I, I, every now, like, yeah, I talk about my wife on stage a lot. Okay. But every now and then, I'll remember a story of, like, this girl that was, like, a two-week point in my life. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's a joke here. Yeah. And so how do you tell that? You're like, I'm so glad. You know, you talk about marriage, and then you're like, yeah, and I'm kind of glad I'm married because I was an asshole before. Yeah. And then you, you tee up those stories. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, you know, my first five or six minutes, I, you know, I'll tell jokes about my wife, and then I'll go, you know, but I had a lot of breakups, and then that's all this. Wow. Pep. Okay, this is a joke I'm trying to work on. Um, this is a 100% true story. It's not funny yet, but it will be. Okay. I had a neighbor down the block, and she was a ten, dude. Okay. I had, I, I would have, I would get so anxious, and I had no idea how to like approach her. Yeah. She was like gorgeous. What I did was. I just started driving. I was 17. And oh, that I, was, I thought that was your technique. You just started driving. You I, drove yeah, around right, the block, did you? No. I backed, <gasps> I purposely backed my car into her car. No. So I could go over there and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, that, I, oh my Lord. Yeah. This is a true story. And I go over and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But I did it at night. I, I was like, I'll do it at night. And then the next morning I go over. And uh, I'll talk to her. This will be like kind of my, which is like the worst thing. And you had, you had to make a dent so that she would notice. Yeah, it too, like this right? is also like, yeah, I'm, you, you're gonna marry the guy that hit your car. <sighs> the length men will go. I yeah. wonder she could have even been so hot that this has happened before. So, uh, the next morning, I hear a knock on my door. I'm living, <laughs> I'm living with my parents at this. You were point. gonna go over there, but yeah. she knocked on your door. And uh, my mom answers the door, and the girl's like, "Is uh, is Mike home?" She knows. She knows my name. And I'm like, "Whoa!" I go down there, and she's like, "Yeah, we uh, we had a we have security <gasps> cameras. Did you purposefully?" I <laughs> uh, dude, I wish I had the footage of me just like lining up, you yeah, know, yeah. just like with yeah, like backing truck, in, yeah. just, ba- <laughs> like, just backing into her car. And she was like, "Yeah, you you hit my father's car." <gasps> Dude, this is a real story. Like I got, I see that. So that's that's how. So now I'll take that, yeah. and I'll try to you know punch that up and, and make that. So just make sure it has eighty five punchlines because it's in there. 
Yeah, and like and like some people are talking about, you know, stories aren't funny, but really, if you take the story as an organizing principle like that, like it's a true story, yeah. it's your truth, and you can line it with fourteen punchlines, it almost becomes like a joke yeah, roller roll or something. You embellish. Yeah, you know. but I don't even know that you need to. But she came over on her father's behalf. It's yeah. almost like she knew. It's like, okay, this has happened before. People keep backing into my shit because I'm so, so fucking high. But it's nice that she knows Mike. Yeah, dude. She I, knew you before, man. How I, she, it's almost like you didn't have to do it if she knew the name Mike. We, I mean, yeah, we went, went to school together. With, like, oh, okay. Same bus stop. I'm from Long Island. The same bus stop, all that stuff. There was um, like 85 opportunities to hit on her before. 85, that. and I never had the courage. <laughs> dude, I did the worst things to try to hit on her. I had no opener. No opener. Okay. And then how'd you get your wife? And, and did you go to those lengths to get your wife back when she was 20, when you were 23? We met uh, at the gym. All right. and Because uh, you had the flat stomach. Because I had the flat stomach. And it's almost like she's coming up to you at that point. Yeah. I, funny, actually, my wife and I went to high school together, and she hated me <laughs> in high school. She's a year younger, but she couldn't, like, we did not... I was like a jock douchebag guy. She was like a science nerd. You were crashing into cars to get laid. I was yeah, crashing. you probably were a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were I was, problematic. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was ruining my yeah. Uh, like my insurance went up just to pick up on, <laughs> just to try to get laid. Oh, that's one. Yeah, that's a great joke. In yeah, there. that's good. Yeah. Uh, that'll that'll make it. And we met years later. So, you know, high school happened, and then uh, you know she went to, got the all the college degrees, and I had a bunch of shit going on. I was just being stupid and young, and. Um, we met at the gym, and I uh, I was actually just like kind of like it's I I tell tell a joke about this where it's like we met in person, which is now known as harassment. <laughs> like you can't what I did, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> like I walked up to her and talked to her, yeah. and, you know, like I I like she I would text her and she wouldn't respond, and I would text her again. Like you can't really do this anymore, you know. But it was fun, you know. She's she's a good sport and everything like that, but. uh and so is your married stuff also uh, being taken on stage? Like, yeah. so a lot of stuff is about your act, like you say. Yeah. And then um, what in your marriage can you kind of talk about on stage that's not cliched? Because, I mean, y- marriage is universal, relationships are universal. It's so it's cliche. almost, meaning you almost have to get specific about your particular re- relationship yeah. so that you're not like every other comic type. My wife, you know, take my wife, please. It's not just you ranting um, about, you, you know, a wife that you dislike. She's a living, breathing person. Too. Yeah. Okay. I guess... Uh, I guess my angles, like it's a little more, instead of being like the goofy Homer Simpson guy, I'm more, it's like a little more clever okay. than the whole, than like the dumb Homer Simpson. Like the joke actually has like, like I'll have a twist on the end of it or uh, like a misdirection where it's, so it's not like I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm the stupid husband, but yeah. it's just silly me. I try to make it a little smarter. Okay. Like if my first punchline, I'll probably discard that because i'm like all right i, I thought I, that came up easy yeah so there's probably something better you oh, know? Th- that's what i like because um how many jokes in do you start thinking okay this is something i mean the first one of course not yeah. i mean is it the second third fourth like when do you think originality with mike calcagno's writing comes because my my brain i didn't go to college like i'm not smart my brain wants to come up with the easiest punchline okay. actually this is a weird theory and i tried it and uh it was miserable but it worked uh, you, I would try, I would try to write a lot when I was super tired uh-huh. because it creates your brain to just go think of something. So this guy goes to sleep wow. and it was like, I was writing at like three in the morning and I had work, you know, I, and I was like, holy shit, like I'm coming up with like tags and shit like that. Wow. So that was where I got some like originality on some bits where I was like, all right, this is kind of cool that I can tinker with this. Cause like my body is just like, get this fucking guy to bed. And is that and, how you're still doing it? And I'm forcing... I can't do it as much because I, I work a lot more than I do with my, my uh, day job, which is brutal. Okay. And uh, that was like, all right, I'm, I'm coming up with some original shit here because wow. it's just like I'm 
torturing myself to I love that. come up with. Right? That, that sounds weird? pretty fucking smart. I mean, first of all, you you know, not not going to get the degrees that your wife got. Yeah. That, that only means that you guys don't have that much debt. So great job. You're the, yeah, you're, the, you're, the, you're the smart one. Yeah. But it's I've, also like I think that um, even acknowledging that you do your best writing under some bizarre ass circumstances and then, you know, seeing that and going with it, that shows just a level of smarts that's going to serve you throughout your yeah. com- comedy career, right? I got to do that more often. Yeah, um, is there any other way you can kind of subject yourself to hardship? <laughs> I, know, I guess drinking, I know, right? drinking's I know. one just of them. Just start right? writing in like down, down, downtown Baghdad. Just start writing, <laughs> just bring my laptop. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's tough to come up with, with original shit, but, you know, you got to just really work at it. Just you know. But just, it's good you're skipping the first joke, though. I mean, do you see originality is, is necessarily on the second joke, or do you think it's third or fourth joke? It takes forever. Okay, it takes forever, and that's I, why that's why Jim Brewer is a beast because I think at some point he probably that's just talent. wrote some of that shit too, though. That's just talent, okay. though. You know, just carrying. I guess I don't know. That's another animal, but but yeah. So they can look at your films. I mean, they will go to Mike Calcagno, but it's is on Twitter. It's Mike underscore Calcagno. No, so uh, YouTube Mike Calcagno comedy, right? And Facebook Mike Calcagno comedy. And, and I then, found I found the YouTube link at yeah. your Twitter, which is yeah 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 Mike Calcagno is, comedy. And okay. my Twitter is at Mike underscore Cags, and my Instagram is at Mike underscore Cags C A G S. And it's there where you'll see the two second videos. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, two second videos. I post my shows and stuff like that, so it's good. Yeah. So they can they can kind of see what's coming up at the Lantern or wherever else you're playing. Yeah, Lantern. I do a lot of. I'm on the road. I'm in Connecticut this weekend. Uh, Long Island, Governor, stuff like that. So Opening for Jim Brewer. No, is, is that what's next for you? No, okay. no, no. no your, buddy, your buddy, the therapist yeah, in your that. video. He's got, he's got, got those chops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mike Calcagno, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Man. I appreciate it. It's fun.